to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor. Joining me this morning, your co-host and personal financial advisor, Ms. Alyssa Young. Good morning. Good morning. You are well this morning, I trust. I am, thank you. It is a gloriously beautiful morning, and if you want to enjoy the morning at a much, much higher level, literally, you should join us at Rally Country. Come north coming out of Allentown and come to a spot that is literally ringed with views of 15, 20, 25 miles, an absolutely gloriously beautiful day. There's a bit of clouds to the north beyond that. We've got pure blue skies, and I think you're going to be really, really happy that you join us. I want to welcome you for lots of reasons this morning. Number one, if you're a loyal listener to More Than Money, we appreciate your support very, very much. And for a much more important reason, today we remember 9-11, 20 years ago this morning on a morning very much like this, uh, our world changed. And it changed dramatically and it changed forever. And we swore we would not forget. And sadly, so many have, so many are not in tune, so many are not on the same page. And if we are honest with ourselves, the vast majority of Americans do remember. And the vast majority of Americans are on the same page and are looking to accomplish exactly the same things, which is to make our country the very best country that it can possibly be protect the rest of the world to the greatest extent that we're able from uh, terrorism of the most heinous order that started long before 20 years ago, continues well into today, sadly, recent events uh, so proving. And yet we've got to do our best to make something positive happen. So if you have been following my good friend Bobby Gunther Walsh all week, If you've been following our sponsorship of the Folds of Honor Radiothon, then you know that starting Tuesday at the Vinart dealerships, going uh, Wednesday into the Hotel Bethlehem on Thursday into the Ritz Barbecue yesterday in our very own home offices of More Than Money in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth. And now today at Relic Hunter Firing Line, fantastic opportunity for us to raise funds for the families of military heroes who have either lost their lives or been severely disabled in the line of service to our country and in protection of our freedoms. So we're going to ask you to do us a very significant favor this morning. Uh, We're not taking uh, calls. Alyssa looked at me and went, wow, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not taking calls. We have a fair number of emails that we'll uh, shoehorn in as best we can, but we're not taking questions on air what we're what we're taking are calls of support calls of uh, pledges calls of donations and that's going directly into our more than money world headquarters we have a tremendous team wouldn't you agree Uh, absolutely they're the best they are the best and part of what being the best in their eyes meant this week was they were up every bit as early as we were (laughs) and in many cases much earlier and manning the phones all week long, and today is no different. So if you will call 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007, you'll go directly into the More Than Money World Headquarters. You'll talk to one of our tremendous staff, and hopefully 
you will make a significant pledge to uh, Folds of Honor. They're taking your calls. They're taking your pledges. You can pledge. You can send a check. You can drop off cash this morning. They're open as well at 4505 Hanoverville Road. <clears throat> Excuse me, in Bethlehem. I knew I brought it along. And if you are so inclined to go in, say hello. Um, I'm, they're, they're very nice. Oh, yes. They're wonderful. I'm here, so everybody else there is nice. <laughs> so we are welcoming you to our offices. <clears throat> if you wish to pledge by credit card, we can certainly handle that as well. Uh, we're we're going to cover you every way that we can to make a real difference. And we have, gloriously, matching money. Uh, this first hour, $1,500 of matching money, courtesy of um, Relic Hunter Firing Line. And I know I put it someplace. It's someplace. Uh, bottom line is that by the time we leave air today, we hope that we have soaked up all of Gerard's money. And with a little bit of luck, a whole bunch of Gene's money, too. Because <laughs> Gene is, if you pledge it, Gene will match it. Uh, this is an important effort for an organization that we've become very, very closely aligned with and for all the right reasons. If you are not familiar with Folds, uh, I would encourage you to go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Go to the very top of the page, of the, the home page. Go to the top. There's a red banner button. Actually, a red banner. It covers the whole page. It's not a button. What is it? It's a it's a, a banner with a, a link. It's a banner with a link. <laughs> and it will take you directly to all the information you need about Folds of Honor and how they support the families of those who have been uh, lost or disabled in the line of duty uh, for our military. And let's be fair, in terms of heroism in America today, there was a time we might look to our uh, public servants there was a time we might look to Washington or to Harrisburg or even to our county seats. And sadly, uh, those times may have uh, passed us by, at least perhaps temporarily. And bottom line is, if you would like uh, to be um, a part of honoring what, in my opinion, are the perhaps the last bastions of true American heroism, our military and our first responders, then please help us. 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. If you would like to go directly to our website, you can pledge online, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the banner. Gosh. You can't miss it. It's Saturday morning. It's been a long week. I couldn't even come up with the word banner. You're doing okay. I think you did say it. You said it. I got it. It was in there somewhere? You're fine. Thank you so much. Well, I'm so proud of you because I know it's a rough morning for you. I'm doing okay, too. You're doing okay? Yeah. And Andrew's doing okay? He is. Um, All right. Share with everybody. Well, last night, Nazareth lost a heartbreaker. The football team played Parkland. They lost 40-43 to in the fourth quarter. Is it any better if you lose in the fourth quarter? Is it any worse? Is it? I think for me it was worse because I was feeling pretty confident we had a win in the bag. So close. Yeah, uh, they did great. And this is a young team. We graduated 17 seniors last year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so while they're coming in as the reigning back-to-back champs, truth is there's only a handful of returning starters, you know. Uh, but my son did great. I was especially proud of him. 
Congratulations to Andrew. Congratulations to Nazareth. You go into the, uh, in essence, the Lions Den out at Parkland, uh, going up against the uh, uh, the Goliaths of the Lehigh Valley, and you're the uh, you're the David wielding the swing the slingshot to come that close is fantastic, and uh, uh, we all learn as much, sometimes more, from our defeats as we do our victories. That's the truth. So maybe this is the starting point of a tremendous year. We're going to see. Two and one, that's a good start. Absolutely, yeah. We're, we're proud of them. Speaking of a good start, you have been amazingly generous throughout this week uh, in supporting Folds of Honor. Uh, so many experiences, so many wonderful people uh, of all shapes and sizes and ages uh, and, and attire as well. There's some of the... Hmm, you folks can wear some very interesting stuff out and around. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, just fantastic. Uh, mostly tremendous. Um, proudly flying the flag on T-shirts and, and on banners and on hats. And lots of military vets wearing their service hats. And that's impressive as well. We uh, support all of them and thank them for their service as well. But so many of you so very generous. Uh, please call this morning, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. When you're on the phone, if you would do me the great favor, it would be a personal favor to me if you would thank the folks in that office. You might be talking to Stephanie. You might be talking to Sue. Uh, you might have Tammy on the line. You might have Chad on the line or Greg or Mark. The list goes on. Connie, um, uh, Daryl, there's... Um, I know it's not us because we're standing right here. Yep. But any of the folks that you're talking to, they've not only dedicated their uh, energy and their time, but they're, they've dedicated themselves and in every case have also dedicated their dollars to Folds of Honor. So if you would thank them for their uh, efforts on behalf of these wonderful uh, folks who are so deserving of our support, that would be uh, a wonderful thing for you to do this morning. Um, during the week, uh, Bobby Gunther Walsh, goodness, uh, tirelessly uh, promoting Folds of Honor and putting us in as strong a position as he possibly could, while still hmm, running every single live ad, running every single re, uh, uh, report that uh, traffic and weather on the 8th, every single news report, top of the hour, local news. You know how it goes. And if you've ever seen it happen, my good friend Jill was in our office yesterday. She admired Gunther from afar, which is really the best way to admire <laughs> Gunther. If you're thinking about admiring Gunther from afar. Don't get too close. No, it's just so, um, just doesn't, no, it's so much better. Um, of, of course, I fall into the same category. Wow, from 100 yards away, he looks pretty good. Yeah, let's not get any closer. Let's just let that go. Uh, Jill made the observation that Gunther was literally handling four or five or six things all at one time, which is remarkable. But when you consider his schizophrenia, I think it actually one personality per task, I don't really think is all that impressive. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you were with us during this week, you heard some amazing stories. You heard some heartbreaking stories of the the impact on families 
we we think about Afghanistan, we think about two weeks ago, we think about 13 of our service members lost in, in an inexcusable way, inexcusable way. And your anger, your disgust, your distrust is palpable, can be felt across the entire country. No question about it. Have you thought about their families? Have you thought about they've lost their, their mother, their father, their son, their daughter, but have they lost their future? And Folds of Honor is committed to making sure they don't lose their future. So you will hear two more stories today. One from a wonderful young lady, Ashlyn McCain, who is a recipient of uh, the support Folds of Honor offers and is... Gosh, I haven't spoken to Ashlyn yet, but if her bio is uh, even a fraction of accurate, she's an amazing young woman. As the father of three daughters, I would look at her accomplishments and say any father would be incredibly proud. Uh, And Ginger Gilbert Ravella. Uh, Ginger, uh, I had the uh, honor to meet uh, Diane and I uh, shared uh, a table and a conversation with her before she spoke two years ago here in the Lehigh Valley. And this is a force of nature. This is a young woman who literally captivates you from the moment you meet her and then you hear her story. And you wonder how she still exists. You wonder how she met the challenges she met and still stood upright. And not only stands upright, but encourages so many others to do all of what she's done and so much more. So uh, lots going on in the next hour. Ashlyn McCain in the 9 o'clock hour, Ginger uh, Gilbert Ravella, and we are so very happy to have both of them. We're looking forward to that. Today's an important day. Um, last year, as many of you participated in our in initial Folds of Honor efforts, we raised $59,700. $59,700. We raised 12 scholarships. All of those scholarships remained in eastern Pennsylvania and western New Jersey. That, that's our local chapter. Every dollar that you contribute goes to a student, a spouse, a child, family member of a fallen warrior. It, 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 breathtaking. We have a chance to break that. We have a, re- a real chance to break that if we gain all of our matching money. And we need your help. 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Many of you know that uh, uh, at More Than Money and MTM Financial Group, we've been remembering 9-11 now. This, I believe, is our 12th year we have gone somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 to just over half a million dollars that we've raised for organizations supporting our military. Alyssa, this was your first event. It was. Tell the folks what you saw yesterday. There was a lot of activity. I answered the phone and saw the people coming into our office, and it was pretty remarkable the pride and the just the heartfelt nature of these people who were donating. Like, they were really happy to support. And um, 
it, it was pretty special. Yeah, we had the the um, honor guard in the parking lot, and that gives me goosebumps. Uh, as Gunther has reported many, many times, when the brass hits the pavement from the first volley, it's jarring. Mm -hmm. uh, you would think it's the gunfire, the brass hitting the pavement. And uh, I want to thank uh, Hal Manti and his uh, wonderful crew at American Fence and Flag. Uh, earlier this summer, we finally, finally, many years overdue, uh, had American Fence and Flag come over and erect our flagpole and put our flag up mm -hmm. so this year we were able to uh, not just uh, experience the honor guard but but share that with our own flag flying and the whole morning was still as could be not a breath of wind going anywhere and when the honor guard stepped up the wind picked up and that flag was rippling it was a beautiful setting uh indeed and for lots of us very emotional mm -hmm. for lots of us and for lots of you because lots of you were there uh rather amazing now you took some calls folks were thankful yes they were grateful for the opportunity to help uh, uh, how much better can it be than to align ourselves with wonderful human beings we're asking them imploring them to part with some of their hard-earned money and they're thanking us that's right that's it was a pleasure to speak to all of those people uh indeed and and thank you for saying that because that reminds me of i had a couple notes that i wanted to make sure i thanked my team for sure because they worked so so very hard but i want to thank every single one of you whether you've called on the phone whether you've gone online whether you've shown up at vinart at the hotel bethlehem at the ritz barbecue at our office or if we get to see you this morning, and hopefully we do at Relic Hunter, come on up, say hello to Gerard, say hello to the uh, WAEB family, say hello to the Folds of Honor family. My new best friend Michelle is here. She's, uh, she's annoying, but she's really, really cool. <laughs> she's not annoying. She's annoying in the most annoying possible. I mean, how? she's my new best friend, so, but she's annoying. And... But but she's gonna, you're gonna like the way she's annoying. Um, <laughs> even the puppy Sage came over and went. Eh, Michelle, she's annoying. But I, I just really met like her. I didn't think she was annoying at all. She's as a matter of fact, she's a runner too. She's so. a. Well, that's. You probably think that's annoying. I I think the whole running thing is annoying. I think it's the very least. It's exhausting. Hey, in some way, shape, or form, I'm a runner myself. Um, Last year, I think I covered 5K. Over the year? Last year, exactly. I think, I think, that, I think that answers that question rather, rather nicely. Ay, all of you. 610-746-7007. That's the number that takes you directly into our More Than Money World headquarters. That's the number that allows you to pledge. That's the number that, oh, my goodness. Uh, I've just been handed a check from a young lady that I am told is 96, <laughs> and she is a, and goodness, her handwriting is beyond elegant and gorgeous at 96. It's fantastic. 
Um, and of course, I'm noticing the handwriting, but what I'm really noticing is the amount. We've mm-hmm. got a fifteen hundred dollar match this morning, and we have a five hundred dollar contribution. Can I use her name? Would she be comfortable with that? Elizabeth Warsaw. Oh my goodness, from Center Valley, awesome. Elizabeth Warsaw. Um, someday I would love to meet her. <laughs> if you could arrange that, that would make me very, very happy. Uh, any woman that's got that generous a spirit at uh, this point in her life and also has that perfection Beautiful of penmanship, penmanship <laughs> I, would, uh, I would enjoy meeting her. We'll take a road trip. Center Valley's not that far. God bless us. So um, at some point, uh, someone on the, on the team, as they're listening, Sue or Steph, or I don't know exactly how they divided up the time frames this morning in terms of who's, who's answering the phone. If you want to shoot me an email and let me know uh, uh, where we stand in terms of pledges this morning, that would be fantastic. What I already know is that we were hoping to match 1,500. Now we're matching 1,000. We're gaining on this. Mm-hmm. And with any luck at all, we're going to... Uh, we're going to win. We're gonna well. We're gonna win. Period. The end. It's the way it works. I think we've already won this week. Oh, so many in so many ways. Let's uh, <clears throat> pretend that we're financial advisors for a moment. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to an email and and see how we can we can help somebody. All right, cool. I have an email here from Pottstown. It's a short and sweet question. Who should have a trust and which one? I remember this email because <clears throat> I saw it, and, and my first thought was uh, if this were a question posed to a doctor, the question would be um, who should have an operation and which one? <laughs> or if you want to try a slightly different approach, uh, who should be taking drugs and which one? It's <laughs> a great analogy. And you go, ah. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Who should build a house and which one? <laughs> um, it, it is a remarkable question. Uh, not because we can answer it, because we can't. Um, but because it, it demonstrates that there are certain parts of the financial um, world that are really confusing to people. Mm-hmm. Very confusing to people. Uh, they they hear about the word trust and they go, "Well, I, I guess I need one, but how would I know?" Hmm. I hear about an operation. I guess I would need one. <laughs> how would I know I need an operation? How would I know? You would talk to your doctor. <gasps> how about that's a really good start. Um, and similar in a very very similar fashion. Uh, if you were thinking. Maybe I, I've heard about trust. I've learned a little bit about trust. I think I might need one. They might want to talk to an estate planning attorney. Start with the people who are uh, strong counsels. Got another puppy. We love puppies. Bring your puppies up. We're at Rally Country. <laughs> that puppy's whizzing on my tire. What is that about? Actually, I think it means he likes you. That's a baptism. That's a baptism right there. It's a puppy whizzy baptism. Um, if you want to start with 
a, a uh, overview of your entire financial picture. A good financial advisor is a very good place to start. We offer free second opinion meetings in our More Than Money World headquarters. All you have to do is ask. You can use the same number, 610-746-7007. Make an appointment to talk to a financial advisor. And while you're on the phone, make a pledge. Big, bold, strong pledge to support Folds of Honor. And we then can arrange for this very same person to make, um, uh, to make, to engage in a conversation with an estate planning attorney. Yes. So in general, who should have a trust? Whoever needs one, which one, whichever one's appropriate. I, <laughs> I, 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 I think that was as good as I could do on that. I right? had the privilege of sitting in on two meetings yesterday with our estate planning attorney partner. Yes. And he talked about a trust for one of, in one of those meetings. Um, and I can, I can just give an example of a case where a trust is more helpful than just a standard will. Can you do it in 60 seconds? Sure. If your um, division of assets or distribution of assets is a little more complicated than a traditional will would allow, that's one way to do it, um, is to establish a trust. For example, if you've got kids, minor beneficiaries, and you uh, want to make sure that they inherit their money when it's a good time for them to inherit it. Perfect. You can put it into a trust, have someone in in charge of distributing it to them when it's at a, a good time. And maybe they'll get their money when they're 25 or 30 instead of immediately when they might blow it. <laughs> that's just one example. That's a very good example. We actually had a client many, many years ago who had two sons. Mom and dad had been very successful. The two sons were not. They were fairly worthless and while most trusts uh, distribute uh, assets to the kids when they're 20 25 30 yeah his trust distributed at 60 65 <laughs> Whoa. and 70 <laughs> ouch that's the voice of an angel that's natalie merchant saying we've got to take our first break in our next segment we've got ashlyn mccain i'm really looking forward to talking to her Again, father of three daughters, when you see a young woman accomplishing big things, you want to support her every way you can. Speaking of support, 610-746-7007. Call that number now. Pledge to Folds of Honor. We'll take your calls, your pledges after this on More Than Money. explanations you've got more than money you've got gene dickinson your host your personal financial advisor joining me our co-host and personal financial advisor that would be Alyssa young um we are not taking calls and questions this morning for financial topics we've got plenty of those to fill in as we need to we answered a pretty interesting one about trust so who should have an operation and what kind should they have okay i think we figured that out pretty well uh, in this segment uh, of uh, More Than Money, we are honoring Folds of Honor, and we're 
supporting Folds of Honor, we're encouraging you to do the same. And apparently you have heard that message loud and clear. Uh, You may have heard earlier that Elizabeth Warsaw kicked us off in such grand style. 96 years old, Center Valley resident and strong supporter of Folds of Honor as we're trying to match $1,500 and separate Gerard from a big chunk of his money. That puts a smile on my face. Ironically, puts a smile on his face, too. Go figure. And uh, so 500 uh, matched early, and now $725 pledged uh, the first half hour this morning. So in order for Gerard to uh, completely empty his bank account, we're 275 short. Oh, don't be silly. He won't empty his bank account. He'll have 30 40 bucks left over. He's got plenty. Bottom line is that we need $275 between now and the 9 o'clock hour. So please, 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 610-746-7007. Look at that puppy. Oh, my God. (laughs) We have been blessed already with two puppies this morning. Head on up to Relic Hunter. Bring We're, your puppy. And bring and bring your puppy, yes. Oh, my gosh, that's a great idea. First of all, it's absolutely gorgeous up here. The morning is brilliant and beautiful. As you might remember, it was 20 years ago this morning. And 20 years ago this morning, at about this time, nothing bad had happened. And within just a few moments, the world exploded. And thousands lost their lives, and our world was changed forever. And one thing, at least one thing, didn't change. And that's the American military, our service members, stood on the front lines to protect us then. They have stood on those front lines ever since. They have made the ultimate sacrifice in thousands of cases and tremendous sacrifices in many, many more perhaps hundreds of thousands. So we're hoping that you will uh, join us and and support Folds of Honor uh, in as generous a manner as you possibly can. Uh, 610-746-7007. Ask. You can uh, send me an email, gene at askmtm.com. Send a pledge that way. Send it to Alyssa, Alyssa. Uh, at askmtm.com. We're happy to transmit those uh, pledges to the office for you. Uh, if you wish to go direct, go online, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit our um, banner. takes you right to the donate page. And uh, with any luck at all, we're going to blow through all of Gerard's money, whole, whole big pile of Gene's money, and... Uh, we're going to match every single dollar that you pledge. So you pledge 10, it's 20. You pledge 100, it's 200. Elizabeth pledged 500, it's $1,000 towards a scholarship for a Folds of Honor recipient. Uh, we are waiting on a call. I guess John will let me know when Ashlyn is on the line. Uh, Ashlyn McCain, who is a recipient of Folds of Honor scholarships uh, in memory of her Father, and we'll talk to her momentarily. Uh, Shall we do a quick, do you have a short one? I think they're all short this week. Yeah, how about this one? Sure. It starts with, I just now watched your TV program. Where has she been? Where has she been? Come on. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I have just one 
IRA question, if I may ask. I have named my granddaughter, a minor, the beneficiary of my IRA funds. Are there any limitations or restrictions for her if and when she inherits these funds? Thank you for your anticipated reply. Okay, let's think out loud. Uh, granddaughter, let's assume that she's uh, picking number 11, soon to be 12. Oh, just like my daughter. <laughs> I wonder who I was thinking of. <laughs> so, uh, Jean names uh, Juliana as beneficiary of an IRA. At 11, she cannot legally hold that IRA herself. Right. So someone has to act on her behalf. Um, someone responsible. Somebody uh, 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 committed to her best interest. Mm -hmm. uh, can't think of anybody. <laughs> Nobody comes Thanks to Thanks a lot. Just Zach, maybe. I don't know. Andrew. Andrew. He's uh, not old enough either. Yeah, good point. Um, so we might pick on... Either Zach or Alyssa as custodian, as, as the guardian of the money, so to speak. So Juliana could still inherit, in this woman's case, her granddaughter could still inherit the IRA. Mm -hmm. It would still follow all the same rules, but it would just not be under, in, in her name yet, it wouldn't be under her control yet. She would have someone who is acting as a fiduciary on her behalf until she turns the age of majority. And at age 21, it's hers. Of course, if she's 11 now, by the time she gets to 21, it's not going to be in an IRA. No. Because? You have to take all the money out of an inherited IRA within 10 years. So um, the custodian will be responsible for following those rules. The custodian would be responsible for getting the money out, paying whatever tax there would be. Of course, if she's 11, the chances are pretty good. The tax is going to be zero, zero, which is great. I wish and I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> you wish your taxes were zero. Uh, you're, uh, excellent. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so uh, this young uh, lady, granddaughter, obviously impressing grandmother. That's fantastic. And with any luck at all. Grandmother's going to be with us a long time. So this is never going to have to come up. 610-746-7007. Uh, pledge for Folds of Honor. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the banner. Pledge for Folds of Honor. Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Pledge for Folds of Honor. One of the reasons you're going to want to pledge is because you're going to have an impact for lifetimes to come on the families of our our fallen fallen heroes i want to welcome to more the money ashlyn mccain ashlyn good morning good morning how are you this morning i'm good how are you i understand that we're interrupting your work schedule this morning yeah but um i have some really great leaders here where i work and when i told them yesterday about uh, the organization Folds of Honor, what they do, and this opportunity to get to share it with everyone this morning. Um, they, I asked if I could just do it on my lunch and if I could get my lunch a little earlier in the day. And she said, well, why don't I just pull you out and put you on like a, like a training so you'll just get an hour pulled out of what you're normally doing to go and do this because it sounds like an amazing cause. 
So you've got wonderful leaders in your company. So let's give them credit. What company do you work for? I work for Walt Disney World. That's a pretty nice company to work for. Very cool. And yeah, if I understand yeah. your uh, your background correctly, it fits you rather well. Yes, it does. Uh, I really enjoy it here. You have uh, accomplished a great deal. Anyone who looks at just part of your bio would be very impressed. But if we go back uh, 10 years, things were decidedly more difficult. Yeah. Um, I was 15, and it was my freshman year of high school. Um, and, I mean, that's like a big year for everyone. <laughs> and and it was, uh, I was the only freshman to make the varsity cheer squad. I was the only freshman to get a lead in the school play. And, I mean, like, things were great, and I was so excited because I was like, I worked so hard that summer, and I had been telling my dad, you know, I'm, like, working really hard for it. Cause one thing he always, always told us was to push for whatever we wanted. And as long as we tried hard enough, in the end, even if we didn't get what we wanted, we just kept trying, we can at least say that we tried. And so all of that effort and everything from the summer of, like, practicing and doing later nights and pushing myself just a little bit further, um, I, I, I did it. And I was so happy and, like, so proud of myself. And my dad was super proud of me. And uh, it was one of the things that I was like, if we just wait till the next show. Like, you're going to miss this one, but just wait till the next one. It's going to be even bigger. It's going to be even better. And um, he, never, he never got to see those shows uh, that I did because, I, it was in November of my freshman year that he was killed in Afghanistan and um, living up in Alaska, because that's, that's where I'm from. We lived up there for a really long time. I knew that if I wanted to go to a performing arts school and if I wanted to continue with um, a theater degree, I would have to get a lot of scholarships to do so just because it was very expensive to go to the schools that I wanted to attend and so grades were important, extracurriculars were important, and a lot of my time was taken by making sure that those those efforts were not in vain. And when it hit in November, that's after midterms, but it's right before finals. And I just remember that devastating feeling of just because my world has stopped moving doesn't mean the rest of the world has. And... It, it, that's how it was. I came back a week after my dad was killed because I was like, if I miss any more, there's no way I'm going to be able to regain um, what I've missed. And so I came back, but my brain just wasn't there. I was struggling. I was trying to catch up with everybody, and I just felt like I was sitting there watching the world move around me, and I couldn't, I couldn't pick it up because the floor was just gone from underneath my feet. And I worked so hard, and I ended up getting a 4.0 my freshman, my, my, um, my first semester of my freshman year. And I just remember after finals and seeing that, I just, I didn't know how I did it. And a lot of my teachers were like, I, we don't know how you did it. Like you just picked yourself up and you just pushed. And, um, I had, I had some pretty awful teachers my freshman year too. There was one that just had no mercy, um, 
when my dad had came home for R&R in September, um, they said, if I miss that much school to just go see my dad, that they would fail me. And so I only came to class for that class during the day, and all my other teachers had, had excused me to go hang out with my dad when he was home. But that teacher, um, they made me come. And I remember when I had talked to them in September, I said, look, my dad's coming home for R&R. It's only two weeks, and I'm, I've got an A in the class. I will do my work. I will catch up. It won't be an issue. I just want to make sure I spend time with him because I don't know if this could be the last time I ever see him. And not thinking that that was actually going to be the case. And afterwards, when I came back, that teacher was gone, um, which worked out for me really well because the teacher who came in really helped me um, catch up. But that teacher left because of the situation that had happened. And I look back now and I sit there and I look at all of the grades and all of the struggles that I went through that year. And I just, I don't know how I did it because it's one of those things that how do you pick yourself up when it comes to that? Um, and I was, I was really lucky to have the teachers that I did after the circumstances to be able to get those grades. But even with those grades, college was still so expensive with what I wanted to do. Um, and there's no way I could have done it without Folds of Honor's assistance. Ashlyn, your uh, story has stopped people here in their tracks because you tell us so clearly how impactful what we all know uh, had to be the most devastating event of your life, and yet your strength in the face of that devastation is um, remarkable. How much of that strength and resilience do you think came from your dad? I think a lot of it did. Um, I have a very close family. I have three siblings. I have an older sister and uh, a younger sister and a younger brother. And my mom, who, you know, she was she was always home because my dad was, you know, deployed. Um, he did three deployments. But I was... And my mom will also tell you, uh, like, you are literally your dad to a T. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, which is a good thing, but also you're super hard-headed. And uh, it's very true. It's very true. Um, I, I, I'm just, that's how I was raised. That's how I went for it. And I just, anytime that I got with my dad, I was definitely a daddy's girl. And everything that we did was, I just wanted to be like him. I wanted to do everything I don't want to say like get his attention but it was like look I did this and you know I know he never expected a, expected it of me but it always just felt good when he was like wow you're killing it you know um, so that was it's definitely a lot of what he has taught me to sometimes you just as hard as it may be um, sometimes you just got to pick it up and you just got to push through because eventually you're going to reach the peak of that mountain and there's going to be obstacles in your way. And some of those obstacles are going to knock you down a few feet, but the best way you can do is you can pick yourself back up and just keep pushing forward because that's what you got to do. Yes, indeed. 
God bless you. Um, Thank you. Ashlyn, you have, you have no way of knowing, but your background and what your dad uh, shared with you about hunting and fishing and camping and being outside, uh, we are at the perfect location to honor a young woman and her father, uh, Relic Hunter Firing Line, and they have a training center, and they have uh, outdoor um, uh, outfitting, and they have everything that supports exactly the kind of person that you are, including a strong belief in our military and our God and our country. Uh, so I, I wish you could be here with us, um, but I wanted you to know that because it connects so clearly to the legacy that your dad has given you. Before I forget, and, and I don't want to, I want to include your your mom in this conversation. How is your mom doing? How are your siblings doing? My mom is doing great. Um, we we struggle a little bit with some, some days, you know. Uh, we're coming up to the 10-year mark of when we last saw my dad alive because 10 years ago uh, he would be coming home for R&R soon um, with it being September. Uh, so it hits us a little, a little hard, but one thing I can say is we are a very stubborn family. We, we push forward through our trials and we're always there for each other. We also have got some really loving dogs that help with those times. Um, Ah. but my mom, she, she decided to go back to college. Um, and she graduated, she beat me and my older sister. My older sister and I graduated in fall of 2019 from college, and uh, she beat us by one semester. She graduated <laughs> spring of 2019. Um, so it was a race to the finish, but she won. Um, and, you know, then my younger siblings, my younger sister just started her first uh, semester of college, and my younger brother is in his uh, senior. Well, he's homeschooled, so he's like half junior, half senior um, in high school. And... You know, it's just we're all, all always helping each other, always editing each other's papers um, was a big thing. It's like pushing because my mom struggled a lot. She was like, I'm the last one to take care of four kids. Like, I have to go back to school. She gave all of that up when she married my dad because she was like, I'm just going to be a mom. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to be with the kid. Like, I'm going to stay home with the kids when he's away. And she gave it all up. And then when he was gone, she was like, well, I've got to do something. So. She went back to school, and, um, you know, it's been going really good so far. We're just picking ourselves back up, moving along, and we're all still very, very close. As you should be. Your dad, um, he was a, a sergeant and, as it's reported, was a silent warrior. He was not... Uh, vocal. He didn't um, display his awards. He was a two-time Purple Heart recipient, four bronze stars, and was lost uh, when his mounted patrol was hit by an IED. And he was in his third deployment. Yes. That Um... had to put during your youngest years, the pressure on your mom to be mom and dad. Uh, True? Yeah. Uh, 
Very true. She struggled with that a lot because she always felt like she was the bad guy when she would discipline us. Um, because my dad was like, I'm always gone. I don't want to discipline them. I don't want to be the one to do it because I'm always gone. And he didn't want us to remember him as the disciplinary one, you know. So my mom did a lot of it. And not to say that my dad didn't, but my mom definitely had to bear both of those. And when he was gone, you know, she was always involved in everything. And with four kids, that's a lot. And she... She did a really, really good job of it, and she did it for so long. And then after my dad was killed, she she continued with it. And there were times where she would, you know, she would break, and she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to be a dad. And I was like, that's okay. You're not, like, you're not supposed to be, you know. Um, and I know she struggled with that for a little bit because she looks back, and she's like, I could have done something differently. And I think that's how we all feel sometimes, you know. But honestly, I think... She did the best that she absolutely could. And there's, I looked back and I was like, I couldn't have done what you did. Like, she was an incredible mom, an incredible dad. Um, I think there was even one year that my siblings and I went and got her something for Father's Day. Because we're like, you're, you're both now. <laughs> you know, you get you get both days to celebrate you um, as just being a single parent. Um, but, yeah, she's a really incredible woman, very strong, and she definitely holds us all together. You mentioned you had, from an, an early age, the drive, something about being stubborn and hard-headed uh, <laughs> that you wanted to accomplish, but there's always a cost. And in some cases, for some people, the cost is simply too high. What has Folds of Honor's support of your family um, meant to you personally and and to your entire family? For me, I came out of college debt-free, which was the biggest concern for me. Uh, Looking at the numbers of a theater degree or a uh, musical theater, you know, in that genre of the art, it was a very daunting price. And to look at it and just know that that is something I'd have to be paying off for the rest of my life was a very scary feeling. And when I first went to school, I didn't know about Folds of Honor. So I took the first school that threw money at me and I said, you know what, I'm going there. That's where I'm going. And it was in a small town in Missouri. And I packed up and I went. And the first year wasn't bad. I did a work study. I didn't sleep much. Um, That was just. The, and that that was the cost, right? It was lack of sleep so that I could pay for college. And then I found uh, Folds of Honor. My mom was like, you should just reach out to them. See, see if they would help. And I was like, Mom, none of the military scholarships cover art degrees. None of them that I've looked into cover it. Um, and then I just reached out to see. And they're like, yeah, we'll absolutely help you carry some, like, all of your um, intuition, uh, your tuition, like absolutely, we'll we'll cover it, and like send us in, you know, the documents and stuff that they just needed, and I, I couldn't believe it because I was like, I, but, but for me, like you're gonna do that for me, like what did I do? And it wasn't anything that, and that was the thing is they're like, your father is remembered, and these donations from everyone that you know donates the full honor. 
These are people who are investing in your future. We want to help you get to your future without the struggle. And so I applied, and then after that I asked them, I was like, is it only this school that you will help me pay? And they said, no, what school do you want to go to? Tell us, we'll, we'll make it work. So I got, I was in a spot where I didn't know what to do, where to go. So I did an internship with a Walt Disney World. My older sister was like, I'll do it with you. So we both started out as the interns for Disney and we both switched to UCF and Folds of Honor was like, absolutely, we'll, we'll help both of you. So they helped me and my older sister and Two biggest impacts in my family that I see were my older sister. She was a freshman in college when my dad was killed. And unfortunately, with the school that she was at, she was not as lucky as me to get the absences excused. So they failed her and it dropped her GPA to where she was unable to get any scholarship because her GPA was too low. Uh, Ashlyn, but... I need to apologize. I, I, it is my fault. We have run long on this interview, and we have a hard break that we've got to take. You have no, touched okay. our hearts. Oh, thank you so very much for not just your story, but for your courage and for your future. You've got a bright one indeed, I can assure you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Folks, I couldn't cut her off. That hurt me. I wish I could cut out the news. Almost every day I wish I could cut out the news. 610-746-7007 for the Ashlyn McCain's for her father, first class, uh, Sergeant First Class, Jonathan McCain. Make a pledge. Help a folds of honor. 610-746-7007. Back after this on More Than Money. Money, we go right to the microphone and Mr. Bobby Gunter Walsh. Yeah, I'm right here. We're standing right alongside Gene Dickinson. Going to talk about Relic Hunter Firing Line. It was awesome that they put up $1,500 in matching money. Are we there? Okay. I was uh, going to, he doesn't hear me on the return, that's why. Uh, so we put, they put up $1,500 in matching money, and uh, after that, or during that interview, we made it in spades. So that's phenomenal. $1,500 in matching money from uh, from uh, for, for folds of honor here, and that was that's fantastic. Relic Hunter put up the fifteen hundred dollars. The folks matched it, so we've already got three thousand dollars more this morning after a great day yesterday. So I'm hoping that uh, we can keep things going here. See if we have more matching money coming up from anybody else. But uh, the the guys and the team, the ladies and men at uh, More Than Money, have done a phenomenal job this week, getting up early, being there every day to take the phone calls, and they decided we want to be there today. They brought it up to Gene. We want to be there Saturday morning. We'll take calls, and they're there right now. 610-746-7007. You can contribute to Foles of Honor that way. 610-746-7007 or more, or morethanmoneyonline.com. Or come on up here to uh, Relic Hunter Firing Line, Egypt Road, and Copley, and help out Foles of Honor. Today, much like 9-11, a clear day, and we had no idea what lie ahead 
Now we know, 20 years later, as we remember 9-11, try to make some good come of it with, by helping Foles of Honor, which helps the education, helps with the education of the survivors of those who die in combat for our country and for freedom, really, for the whole world. So, uh, Relic Hunter, they still got the gun. So, first of all, thank you to them for the matching money. Second of all, uh, you can any gun you buy, one-month free range membership. The gun sale is going on right now. And it is, we call it the second, the largest Second Amendment amusement park in the Valley. It is truly the largest, most comprehensive gun store. And no matter what level of gun buying you're at, they'll talk your language, help you out, and have the gun that's right for you, get to the education you need. And then with every, again, with every gun you buy, the one-month free-range membership, plus the sale price, Relic Hunter, Firing Line, Egypt Road, and Copley, RelicHunter.com. Gene? Thank you, sir. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor. Joining me, Alyssa Young your co-host and personal financial advisor and uh, lots going on here i want to thank ashlyn Mm. mccain what a remarkable young woman who tells a powerful story and so many of you responded god bless you all um our pledge lines blew up our our online pledges blew up uh that's the very, very small thank you that we give to the McCain family for the sacrifice that they all made. Yes, they lost their father. He made the ultimate sacrifice, but they've made a lifetime of sacrifice. Can I say two please. things to Ashlyn? Oh, please. Uh, there's lots of lots of things that were going on in my mind while she was telling her story, but there were two things that really struck me. One is a couple of times she said she was lucky, but I wanted to point out to her that she earned everything that she's gotten in her life, where she is now, she earned it. So she should really be proud of herself. And the other point is she talked about how she and her family had to pick themselves back up and really just keep going. And it's just such an inspirational message to so many people who, when they have something hard happen in their life, it's easier to give up or feel bad for themselves. And they fall short of their goals. They forget their goals. You know, maybe they change their whole perspective and their whole outlook, but they're incredible because they show if they can get through what they got through and still accomplish everything that they have in their lives. Her mom went to college as a mom of four and look what she, she's doing exactly what she wanted to do. And that's really impressive. So I think a lot of people who have hardships, you should remember the McCain's and um, get some inspiration from them. Your microphone's not on. Thank you very much. Yep. Colonel Dan, who uh, founded Folds of Honor, um, F-16 pilot, PGA professional, probably the only human being in the world that can claim that. Uh, two ridiculously difficult things to be. Uh, I've not yet had the privilege of meeting uh, Colonel Dan in person. I'm looking forward to that. I can straighten him out on a couple things, I'm sure. Uh, so, uh, Dan Rooney, as an F-16 pilot in his book, highlights the fact that when you take off in an F-16, you take off into the wind. You need the wind's resistance to get the lift. All aircraft, all pilots understand that really, really well. 
if you don't have resistance, you don't get lift. You don't go up. Ashlyn McCain had uh, tremendous resistance, tremendous headwind, but it has lifted her. It's a remarkably impressive young woman. And so much of what she's been able to accomplish has been uh, directly and indirectly um, through the support of folks listening right now who picked up a phone. They called 610-746-7007. They made a generous uh, pledge, generous contribution. And generous is in the eye of the beholder. We had a gentleman who drives truck hear our broadcast yesterday, go out of his way on the back to his depot, and drop off his $5 lunch money. Oh, That's fantastic. And if you can give 500, you're amazing. And if you can give five dollars, you're amazing. Speaking of amazing, we're looking forward to a call here this morning shortly from uh, Ginger Gilbert Ravella. And uh, having met her personally, I will tell you she is an amazing woman. And uh, although not nearly as annoying as Michelle. She doesn't even give it a go. <laughs> Michelle's like, like way up here in terms of annoying. But Ginger, ah. So hopefully you will uh, be as motivated by Ginger as you were by Ashlyn. So um, John will let me know here momentarily, I'm sure, if we have uh, our guest on the line. And uh, with any luck at all between now and then, not yet. Um, you'll be making calls, 610-746-7007. You'll go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the, uh, 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 I know, it's a banner. It's a banner. Go right to the donate page and be as generous as you possibly can be. We have met the match, uh, the first hour match, 1,500. We blew through that in spades. Okay, so nine o'clock hour. What's what's the match this hour? Is it like a dollar, five dollars? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what we're gonna do. You pledge it, we'll match it. There's no limit. Awesome. Uh, just that's the same uh, description I would give for Ashlyn McCain's future. There are no, limit. no limits. I like that. Because she's got every tool she needs to make it a magnificent life. Uh, You have a short one there? I do. We have an email from a gentleman who says, I'm starting a new job with a substantial increase in wages. This puts me in a position to begin making a real future toward everyday life and retirement. I'm interested in services to make the best of this new opportunity. You give me a little squirrely look there. <laughs> well, the wording the, there was a little funky, but the, the, this, I get this, the gist. I not only do I get the gist, top of the uh, top uh, tip of the hat to him. Very good, sir. Um, so many people, when they get an increase in wages, the first thing they think is, "I can buy more stuff." I can buy more stuff. Hmm. This gentleman is saying, "How do I make my future more secure?" Uh, The answer is you sit down, you plot out exactly what uh, is available to you from this new increase. 
you look at what your options are in terms of perhaps a 401k, perhaps an IRA, perhaps a Roth IRA, perhaps buying a home or an investment property or other investments. You look at what your options are, and then you pick the one that best fits you and your circumstance. Or more than one. Ooh, I like that. Because, yes, some combination. You you combine strategies so that it really is customized to this gentleman. That's right. And we can help find a financial advisor you trust who can help you um, lay out those options and talk about the pros and cons. Speaking of uh, options, sometimes in everyone's life, feels like we don't have options. And... Uh, the young lady I'm about to introduce uh, went through an experience that most of us not only can't understand, they don't want to. Because just even considering what she faced is on the list of unthinkable. I want to welcome to uh, our More Than Money audience uh, Ginger Gilbert Ravella. Ginger, good morning. Hey, good morning. So glad to be here. Uh, speaking of here, where have we found you this morning? Well, I am in Nashville, Tennessee, where I live with my, my kids. Yeah, it's a sunny uh, good morning here. So it's, it's a good day to remember and reflect. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's absolutely our pleasure. Um, in the interest of Full disclosure and transparency, um, my wife Diane and I had the chance not just to hear Ginger speak a couple of years ago here at Saucon Valley, but uh, to spend a few minutes before and a few minutes after with her. So if it sounds like I'm a huge Ginger fan, it's because I'm a huge Ginger fan. Oh, hey, everybody needs at least one, so I'm grateful I have you. <laughs> uh, all you got to do, you, whatever you need, you just pick up the phone and call. You you, you got it. Ginger, your life right now, Nashville, uh, married to a wonderful gentleman, uh, Jim Ravella, a uh, beautiful family, and yet mm-hmm. it wasn't very long ago that your life changed in a blink. Can you no, share that with it us? wasn't. Yeah. I'm thankful that God's brought us a long, long way from that, that fateful day. Um, yeah. So tell us your story. So I, I grew up in New Mexico and Texas and ended up meeting the man of my dreams in college. His name was Troy Gilbert and his father was in the air force and, uh, Troy's dream was to fly fighters. He wanted to be like his, his father and serve, but he, his dream was to fly jets. And so I married him, you know, knowing that I loved him and I'd have followed him to the ends of the earth, but I, I didn't know anything about being a military wife. I grew up, my parents were in education. I grew up in a small town and had never traveled or seen much of the world. And, uh, and so he, Troy opened my eyes uh, to a lot of things, but um, I think what drew me to him in the beginning was just the way that he loved so big and so well other people. And even at 17, he was super young when, when we met in that college cafeteria in his freshman year. And um, and so I think that, that drew me to him, and I watched him do that every day of his life uh, until 
that fateful day um, in 2006. He was 34 years old. Uh, we had had five children in the 13 years that we've been married. We've moved, let's see, 11 times in those 13 years. So I, I had to be a quick study of how to be a military wife and pack up a house and start over again and over and over and over. And I left everything I knew and loved, but uh, my family and uh, my home, but it, it was worth it. Every second was worth it. And I say that today, even with all of the pain that went with losing him. And so on that on that November 27th day, he'd been in Iraq uh, supporting Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, and uh, he was he was been on three months, and he had about another six weeks to go. So we were almost in the home stretch. Made it through that Thanksgiving holiday, and we're we're just kind of bracing ourselves for being apart Christmas. And then he was going to be back, and so it was a Monday morning, and uh, my little my oldest was in second grade, was in school. My second oldest, my uh, second son, was in kindergarten. My daughter, Bella, was three. She was jumping on the trampoline in the backyard of our home. I was watching her, and our baby girls were just nine months old. We had twins, identical twin girls, and they were down for a morning nap. And so I was in the backyard with Bella and got this knock at the door and can't imagine, you know, who would just be dropping by the Monday after Thanksgiving. Everybody's trying to get back to work and get back to school and get back to regular. And I open it and see this blue of Air Force, see a blue Air Force uniforms and you know, I knew that uniform well. It hung in my closet, actually, Troy's uniform. And uh, I looked in their faces and knew that my life had, had you know, probably taken a dramatic turn for the worst. And uh, they did. They came in and told me that Troy and his F-16 had gone down earlier that morning in a combat mission uh, west of Baghdad, where he was flying uh, what they call close air surveillance just to protect any of our, any of our guys, infantry guys on the ground. And uh, he'd gotten a radio call in from a special operations unit. The Black Hawk had had a crash landing, and they were being overrun by um, Iraqi insurgents, early ISIS, actually. <clears throat> and uh, he came in and, and saved the day. And uh, he took out uh, some enemy trucks, and, uh, and, and those men all walked away, uh, went home to their families, as well as the cavalry unit, uh, to about 40 guys who were about two miles away trying to get to our special ops guys as well, who had also hit just a wall of Iraqi insurgents and did not believe they were going to make it past them to try to help their fellow brothers on the ground. And and so, yeah, probably over 60, 60 men went home that day to their family, went home after that deployment to their families. And and um, and so I, I was reeling, as you can imagine, I mean, we had five children under the age of nine and I, I was not prepared to lose the love of my life, but I thought at that moment that they came in, they also gave me a little bit of hope. And they said, you know, we haven't gotten into the crash site yet. We, we don't have any more details, but we wanted you to know his plane went down because it had hit the news. And so for eight hours, you know, I, I prayed and waited and knew that um, he'd made it out. I mean, he was an amazing pilot, over a thousand flying hours. He was there to teach the guys how to fly in combat. That was his mission in Iraq. He was that kind of pilot. So I thought there's no way there's no way he didn't survive. And I also, in the back of my mind, thought there's just no way God would take him now. I need him too much. We need him too much. And uh, when they came back to my door eight hours later, they told me the unthinkable, the nightmare uh, really, truly began in that moment, which was um, that uh, when uh, our guys had gotten into the crash site, uh, to survey what had happened and to get Troy out. 
uh, that his body had already been taken by those Iraqi insurgents, some of them that he was targeting. They turned, the last truck turned and went towards the crash site when they saw the smoke. And they uh, they took Troy's body, rolled him up in a carpet, a, a, a predator, uh, unmanned vehicle filmed it and uh, put him in the back of their truck and, and took off. And so... Um, in that in that search, uh, they lost him, and uh, we're not uh, we're not able to recover him. And we uh, we had DNA from the crash site, skull fragments that belonged to Troy, with a positive identification that he had been killed. But um, but he wasn't home. He wasn't home in this country, and I knew he was home with the Lord, but his body wasn't back. Um, in this country that he loved so much. And, um, and so then we buried, you know, a full casket with nothing in it. And I didn't tell my children because how could they know that there's that kind of hate, you know, in the world? How could I explain that to them? And, um, and then we had to march on and, uh, there were many days I definitely did not want to march on, but, uh, by God's grace and the prayers of a lot of people and the help of a lot of people every day I got out of bed and um and found a way to make a new life for my family uh, but it wasn't easy <laughs> goodness no <clears throat> there's not a person listening ginger that's not touched and we wish that the pain had ended there and that we can move on almost immediately to better news, but your challenge with the loss of Troy went on for years. It did. It still goes on to this day. <laughs> it's been almost 15 years. Uh, Troy was finally returned to America. How many years later? He was. He was 10 years, almost 10 years to the day. I was sitting at a volleyball tournament with my little three-year-old daughter who was at that point in eighth grade. And uh, my phone rang and I stepped out to take the call and it was the general that Troy served under in Iraq. And, And he told me that the three words, you know, I'd been longing to hear, waiting, praying to hear, Troy's been found. And um, through just a, an incredible set of circumstances, bravery by uh, some, some incredible uh, special operations and intelligence units that they heard over the radio, Iraqi tribal leaders had taken his body and, and had, had traded it through the years as a war trophy. And I knew that information that they heard over a radio stream uh, on a cell phone that these guys were talking about, about moving the body or talking about having the body. And so it perked. Uh, their ears, and, and they sent out, uh, you know, this is, this is in 2016. We don't have a lot of people in Iraq at that point at all, and they still, um, they still, in the middle of the night, performed an, an incredible, uh, brave, uh, epic mission uh, to uh, to take his body back from the Iraqis who had held him captive for all those years. And, um, and we got him home in this country, and now at this point, you know, my kids are in high school and college and middle school and elementary school, and we gathered everyone together and went to Dover, Delaware, and met that, that cargo plane and watched that flag drape 
attacked it, um, come out of the back of it and watched Trey return for a final homecoming. It was, it was nothing short of a miracle. And I'm thankful to every man and woman in the military who searched for him for those 10 years, because a lot of people risked their lives to try to find him. I, I, I heard at one point that they had dug up about a hundred Olympic sized swimming pools worth of graves in Iraq looking for my husband. And that is really, that's really what it's about. Our military, the brotherhood, they never leave anyone behind on the field of battle. So help them, God. And I am so proud to be a military wife. It, it, it cost me everything, but it also gained me everything. And so I, I'm very, very thankful to be able to carry on Troy's legacy of service and help families like mine. I was not the last. I wish I could have said I was the last um, last spouse that would get a knock at the door, and I wasn't. And so now that's my mission is to go on and, and Troy's good name and the Lord's good name and, and carry on his, his life of service of herself. Folks, if you're listening to Ginger and your heart hurts, please understand that Ginger's faith in God and in our country and in our military is 100%. She's written a book that you need to read. It's called Hope Found. And her current life has such joy, has such accomplishment, has such service that I can't do it justice in 20 minutes on more than money. We are barely touching on the uh, circumstances that brought her here. We can't possibly give her um, as much time as we need um, for you to really understand. But if you read her book, Hope Found, um, Ginger was kind enough to autograph a copy for every single one of our team the last time she was in town. So we're looking forward to seeing her uh, again. Ginger, I know you've made a deep commitment to Folds of Honor. Uh, in the last minute or so that we have, uh, can, can you encourage people to make a similar commitment? Yeah, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't really know about how to help uh, fallen families before I lost Troy. I just, I just, I think I, I wasn't I wasn't clued in. It was early in the war at that point, and I just didn't really realize the great need and, and how our government doesn't take care of these families. And so when I became one, I really realized, wow, there's so much out there that I, I'm going to need help with. And, and to put five kids through school, through college, uh, was definitely at the top of the list. And, um, and so Folds of Honor really came to my story when I needed it the most. And uh, their scholarships have provided my kids a a great Christian uh, private education, and then help them now go on with college. And that, now my children are 23, 21, 18, and the, those twin baby girls are 15 years old. And, and so I'm starting to see you know, the, just the, the beauty of a college education in their lives. My oldest one is, is finished with grad school. He's starting his own job. He has a protein powder company called Honeybeard out of Dallas. And he is he's giving back now to veterans' mental health because – he doesn't know how his dad would have come home if his dad would have come home from come home from the war. And so I love that. Like my kids are living, breathing examples of the generosity of the American people. And um, and Folds of Honor is a great place to start to give of your time and resources and your money. Yeah. 
Ginger, I can't thank you enough, both for the sacrifices that Troy made, that you, your family has made, but the continuing service and the inspiration that you bring to our audience and hopefully everyone that listens will follow your lead and support Folds of Honor. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Gene, for having me on this very, very special memorable day, um, 9-11, 20 years ago. All of our lives changed, and and I'm thankful that I've become better and not bitter from it. So thank you. God bless you, and God bless your family. God bless you, too, Gene. Bye-bye. Thank you. We just have moments left before I know that we're going to go to a... uh, My timing this time was actually pretty reasonable. (laughs) If you've heard Ginger's story and you go, this has got to be responded to. This has got to move people to help. Where the government doesn't, the people do. Folds of Honor. 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the banner. Go to the donate button. Do it now. Help as many as you can. We'll be back after this on More Than Money. Explanations. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor. Joining me, obviously, Alyssa Young, co-host, personal financial advisor. We're getting so many wonderful comments, not just about uh, Folds of Honor and their great service, but about the stories. Yeah, they're incredible. They're very touching. Um, you have two children. I do. Can you imagine having five under the age of nine twin baby girls and getting a knock on the door? No. And you don't want to. No. And yet the families of our service members have lived that. That's what they sign up for, whether they are willing to acknowledge it up front or not. It's what they sign up for. It's they sign up for the unthinkable. They volunteer for the unthinkable so that you and I can get up and be free on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 when so many said America's going down. We're going to attack on their homeland. We're going to take them down. Those cowards killing babies, women and children, thought that they would bring this country to its knees. They didn't count on Ashley McCain. They didn't count on Ginger Ravella. They didn't count on the strength of the American military, not 
a political force, not those, let's not even give them a name, who think that they're in charge, who think that they represent America, when in reality, it's our men and women in uniform that represent America and preserve America and give us the opportunity to be as annoyed as we possibly can for as elated as we possibly can and make as many choices as we possibly can because we have the freedom to wake up on a 9-11 morning every bit as beautiful as that 9-11 morning and hear stories from a young woman on her way to a bright future Mm -hmm. after having lost her dad and from a young woman who has an incredibly bright future surrounded by her family uh, please invest a few dollars. Hope Found by Ginger Ravella is riveting and puts her story in a complete fashion because Ginger did, after going through incredible, incredibly challenging times, uh, struggling. Um, found love again and uh, what a history doomed to repeat itself apparently she just couldn't give up on the fighter pilots and though I've not met Jim Ravella the people who have tell me he's a real good man and all I needed to know to assure myself that Jim Ravella is a good man is that he convinced Ginger to marry him. So anybody that can step into the family of Ginger Ravella, got to be a good man. (laughs) 610-720-7900. Sue informs me that we made all the match in the first hour and then some. And you guys are eating into Gene's wallet at a significant rate already. Uh, it's hard to keep track between the online and the in-person, but we're way over 3000 bucks for the morning. Our More Than Money team, some of the best people you'll ever meet in your entire life. Not me personally, but my team are terrific. Uh, and they're in our office at uh, 4505 Hanoverville Road. If you want to stop in, if you want to drop off cash, a check, if you want to process a credit card, if you want to help have the same kind of impact on other families that Folds has had on Ashley McCain, Ashlyn McCain, as has had on the entire uh, Troy Gilbert family, Ginger, all of her children. And you heard her mention private Christian schools. A lot of folks have said, well, I'd like to help, but you know, so many colleges today are actually anti-American. I wouldn't argue that, not even a little bit. But when you know that the Folds efforts include uh, elementary school, uh, high school, Christian school, private school, I'm not worried about sending off these wonderful young men and women off to a liberal college and have that college change them. I think those liberal colleges ought to be worried about being changed by the amazing courage, strength, and commitment that these young people bring to God, country, 
in our military. 610-746-7007. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the banner. Make the donation. Give bold. Give generously. All right. We'll circle back to that. Do we have a uh, another? another? We'll do an email. Yeah. Sure. My husband and I are both retired VA state workers. We are both 61 years old. We receive a monthly pension payout, and both of us work another full-time job now in different states. The states we live in deduct state taxes, but the new state we work in does not. My husband makes a big salary at his job and is deducting maximum into a 401k. I am beginning a new job with a mediocre salary. Should I consider deducting toward 401k too? We already have large 401k plans as well, which were established in our 20s, and we contributed generously throughout our careers. Federal taxes are a concern. How do we know how much to be putting away toward payment of federal taxes so that we don't owe come April? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Goodness. I've only been doing this 30 years. The whole microphone thing throws me a curveball. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Um, let's start with how do we know how much to put away for, for federal taxes? Okay. Uh, it's what's called a pro forma. It's an income tax pro forma. It's a fancy word for a what if. You either work with a professional tax preparer, or you can do it on your own with TurboTax or some other software, and you fill in the numbers as you expect them to be, and it will calculate the tax. You can adjust your withholding. Uh, you still have, uh, what, almost four months in the year that you can adjust your withholding so that you don't have to pay in next April. You can get it very, very close, or maybe even just pay in a few extra bucks just in case. Now, in terms of her new job with a mediocre salary, <laughs> let's assume for a second that her husband's contributing the maximum, which at 61, exactly, is 26000 bucks. Assuming that her income is at least 26000 bucks, mm-hmm. she can contribute 26000 bucks. She can put 100% of her income into her 401k, that'll reduce her taxes rather significantly. Now, I'm, I'm going to suggest that she might consider doing something slightly different. Do you have any idea where I'm going with this? Because I, I bring stuff right out of the blue. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with it. Excellent. See, I, that's, I, I'm glad I can still surprise it's you. After throw all, me a curveball. After all these years. And, exactly. Um, she mentions that they already have very substantial 401k assets. She might consider a Roth 401k. Oh, sure. It, she will give up, a, they will give up uh, a little bit of tax now, but then everything that grows in the Roth, let's say she does 26000 and and let's say just for the sake of argument, it makes a 10% return. Mm-hmm. No guarantees, of course, but just for demo, that would be almost a $3,000 gain. She wouldn't pay any tax on any of that. 
if they're in a high tax bracket, she might save, gosh, a thousand dollars in taxes because it's sheltered. But eventually, when they spend it tax-free, yeah, he might even consider either doing the same or splitting it because you don't have to go a hundred percent either way. You could split it in pieces and start building up. It sounds like they're not done yet. They're both retired, but they're continuing to work. If if you work for ten more years. And you were able to put each of you, I'm doing the max, 26000 a year, 52000 in total, into the Roth side of life. In 10 years, they're going to have between 500 and three quarters of a million dollars tax-free. I'm a big fan of the Roth. Really? I am. Tell me why. Well, that tax-free, uh, you know, withdrawal at the end is amazing. Uh, but, but, the, but what about the pain of paying the tax up front? What about that? Well, I don't look at it as pain, I guess, because it's like what you owe anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if if you don't have to pay the tax, it's a break. But when you pay the tax on your income, that's just what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> that's how I feel. No, though. no, no. I'm with you 100%, particularly... The younger the individual, the better it is. Oh, my gosh. If you can get a kid who's 15, 16, 17 making some money on the side, Andrew. I don't even know. I'm just thinking, you know, maybe some kid like Andrew. If you were making some kind of, you know, working hard, putting up uh, stuff around the valley and then taking it back down. Like bounce houses. I don't know, I don't know Andrew. <laughs> so maybe. You start thinking about, hey, I got a light driver's license now. I think I should get a Roth IRA. It's insane. 50 years, 60 years of compounding, yeah. tax-free. But even in this case, yes, they're going to pay tax on, I used 52000 as an example over 10 years. So each year their tax is going to go up or stay the same because they're trying to reduce it. We're going, don't reduce it, just keep it the same. But now all of a sudden... At age 70, they're going to have, pick a number, 700000 in tax-free money. If it earns, again, no guarantee, 10% a year, they're spending seventy grand a year, and the tax on that would be what? It's carry the zero, minus zero, square root of zero. Yeah, nothing. So for the rest of what we hope are 30 or 40 or 50, 50? 30 or 40 years, Oh. 70000 a year tax-free for 40 years? My heart gets all excited. I also like that they they don't have to take money out of the Roth. Oh, very good. Yes, that's something that a lot of folks are not... A lot of folks who are currently forced against their will, required minimum distributions, didn't have the option early on to do a Roth. Now we do. And you can avoid that government intrusion. You don't have to take an RMD from a Roth, but you do have to wear a mask. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't. I, I completely uh, unrelated. In in a <laughs> completely unrelated way, I got to steal this one back from you because I want to be a little sensitive to this. Sure. Um, we have a number of folks who approach us uh, about uh, having us consider whether we wish to be their financial advisors or not. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks are confused or uncertain is a better word about what would cause us to say yes or no. Um, 
folks who have never heard our show, folks who have never heard our show, uh, are maybe misguided, maybe misunderstanding. Think, well, you got to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yes? No? No, it's not true. Not not true. Um, minimum amounts are irrelevant. Chemistry is everything. And chemistry comes in the form of communication. Mm-hmm. When I talk to Alyssa and she corrects me on where my microphone is, we're communicating <laughs> really well. We're supportive of each other, even though I'm embarrassed that after all these years, I don't know where my microphone is. We're support because we're pulling in the same direction. The, the dollar amount's irrelevant. It's the direction we're pulling and, and whether we're working together as a team. So there are some folks that that's as natural as can be. You meet them, you go, oh, my gosh. Now, you, you've been with us a relatively short period of time, but you're engaging with a lot of clients. I am. In general, how would you describe the clients you're engaging with? They're appreciative. They're open and uh, forthcoming because they know that we're working together. Mm-hmm. They, they're looking for a partner, someone they can trust, mm-hmm. someone who's going to be with them in the long run. And they're great people. I enjoy spending time with them. I, I, was, I was giving you as much lead as I possibly could to get you to the point where you say, I enjoy spending time with them. Okay. So when you wake up in the morning and you're looking at your schedule and you see you have three appointments with current clients and you go, oh, that's great. Oh, I get to catch up. Ooh, they're really nice. Mm-hmm. You, you start your day with a smile because you're serving people you really enjoy being That's with. Right. I look forward to it. So it's kind of the key. It's kind of the key. Yep. So we had a, a back and forth with an individual. I'm sure he's a very nice person. I'm sure he is. Um, but um, I'm not looking for an advisor. After all the back and forth, I want tons of information. Got your note. I'm not looking for an advisor. I just want guidance. Not sure why we would need to meet. If there's a fee, that's okay. All I need is advice. Let me know if that's compatible with your mission. So uh, I guess we're letting you know. It's not compatible. That's not how we work. That's not, that doesn't bring joy to the client, or I guess in this case, non-client, it doesn't bring joy to us. Uh, let's uh, wake up in the morning and have somebody on our schedule that goes, I don't really want you. I, I just want whatever s- stuff that's in your head, and then I want you to go away. Huh. Yeah, that's not compatible at all. One of the litmus tests. Is that a real? Did I do that right? Yeah. Litmus test? Mm-hmm. Woo. Um, that we talked about very early on. You're in front of a prospective client. Do we take them? Don't we take them? Do we take them? Don't we take them? Huh. They're trying to figure out whether we're right for them. That's what they're supposed to do. We're trying to figure out if we're right for them or if they're right for us. What's our litmus test? If you see yourself happily serving them for at least 20 years. Now, Alyssa is a year or two younger than I am, so... <laughs> Oh, you didn't have to laugh right out loud. That Oh, wow. That was harsh. A year that was, or two. That was, that was a little painful. I don't know. Is 30 years a year or two younger? No. No, it isn't. It's a lot younger. So when I say 20 years, for me, that's that that's a pretty reasonable test. I have my longest standing client has been with me for 42 years. Wow. 
And there's no reason in the world that you won't have clients that have been with you when your career wraps up, if it ever does, before the good Lord takes you home. Um, 20, 30, 40 years, maybe longer. Because mm-hmm. you run, so you're going to be around forever. <laughs> so when somebody, um, in almost a snarky way, says, I don't really want to hang around you people. I just want to suck your brain dry. No, thank you. You're lost, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Something about the screen door hitting them on the way out. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, we just got a message from our team in the office. Um, we have a Folds of Honor recipient, scholarship recipient, who spoke on the radio yesterday while we were broadcasting live from the office. And she heard Ginger Gilbert Ravella's story and donated $1,000 in matching funds to stand in solidarity with Ginger and all of the others who are helped by Folds of Honor. So that's Colleen O'Hare. Thank you so much, Colleen, for your donation. That's incredible, and I'm sure Ginger will be really um, touched to hear that her story inspired you to do something to help others. Thank you. I heard Colleen's story. Amazing. Powerful. One of the themes that we've seen this week is the amazing strength of these women. The amazing resilience. They're not Teflon. They hurt on levels you and I can't begin to imagine. They were held to standards no human being should have to be held to. Mother of five children. Husband, love of her life, ripped in the most horrific way away from her. But she had to get up the next morning, and she had to go on. And did she go through literally the shadow of death? Of course she did. Depression and challenge. And yet, strong, resilient, inspirational. Um, Yeah, the images of our warriors in full combat gear heading out to face the enemy. It's impressive. It's powerful. For young men and women, it can be inspiring. The strength and power of those women. (sighs) Amazing. Folks, we have literally just a minute or two left in this edition of More Than Money. Alyssa, thank you for getting up early and being here with us. Of course. It's getting Uh, busy here. I say there's a lot of activity around us. A lot of activity. Relic Hunter firing line. Please come north uh, on 145. Uh, put it in your GPS. You'll find it rather easily. It is a gorgeous morning. It's a gorgeous location. It's a gorgeous place to be, and it's a gorgeous day to remember 9-11 by making a contribution to Folds of Honor. 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Let our More Than Money team help you help our vets and their families. God bless you all, and God bless America. You've been so kind.
Dann geh weg. 